I am the Ayatollah of Book It Roller. Welcome to Bookie! <laughs> I'm not your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike. I am your guest commissioner, Little X Fudge, and today we got your general managers, D-Money. Hello. I forgot to do the, the big individual screen. thing. Yeah. Fuck it at this point. <laughs> Back on game. Howdy. And for once, we have Late night, Keith with the E, the best version. I pointed pump, the wrong direction. Pump, 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 pump it up. Keith's just fulfilling his the rest of his contractual appearances that he has to make. He has that Brock Lesnar contract where he has yeah. to have a certain number of dates. He's just trying to fill those in at on the back end. Now this, yeah. this is just for Mike. Squeezing him in while Mike. I can. When you listen to this fucking show, you're going to realize that this is enough oop for you. You hear me, motherfucker? You hear me, motherfucker? <laughs> I'll go to these headphones you're listening through at work right now, and I'll beat your fucking ass. <laughs> Anyways. That's a, that's a fight I would watch is Mike versus John. Like, that would be wild. <laughs> the opposite of big, meaty men slapping meat. It's, it's... <laughs> Thin, meaty men slapping bones. <laughs> Little men taking it. Them clotheslines would fucking hurt. <laughs> that's that's all about them bones. <laughs> Count Jocula versus Jack Skellington. <laughs> but today we are continuing with night two of TCW's Barely Legal. And everybody said, despite the good ratings, that last week wasn't quite toxic enough. So, will we get more toxic this week? Or will we stay at the same level of safety, but good content? <laughs> Damone, take us away into the toxic verse. Well, we'll see. Uh, So, our first match. Uh, So, uh, last week, we had the Chris Masters, Liv Morgan. This kind of leads into the first match on this card. So, Chris Masters has his rematch against Eugene for the pure title. Uh, Eugene retains after Masters is distracted by Liv. Later in the night, Eugene and Rigo are in the locker room when Y2J walks in. Uh, Good job out there, but don't forget our deal. That was Y2J. I can't do his voice. Uh, Regal Good says, job out there. Don't forget the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you sound God like Crazy man. Taxi. <laughs> right, young U- right. Re- Regal says, Young Eugene is a man of his word, and he'll you'll get your title shot as promised. Jericho says, Good, and stick, sticks his hand out, and they shake hands, but Jericho pulls Eugene in, and they get like nose to nose. Jericho, Jericho smirks and then lets go and walks away. Oh, uh, so he kisses him a little bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> he uh, slips the tongue and they make out for the next five hours. Uh, that five hours of making out yeah, of a long they, they, time. They, they, don't, they don't penetrate. <laughs> they just make out. Maybe do a little dry humping. <laughs> uh, it's announced at the top of the show for the next week. It's announced at the top of the show that Eugene and Jericho are putting a tag team match against New Jack and Nick Gage in the main event. That night during the show, it cuts to um, to the back, and William Regal has been laid out and is rushed to the hospital. 
Jericho goes to Eugene's locker and tells Eugene that he thinks that those hoodlums attacked Regal to throw them off their game. And then tonight they're going to get their revenge in their match. Gage and New Jack are interviewed and say that they, they didn't have anything to do with the attack, but that doesn't matter because tonight they're going to beat the brakes off Jericho and Eugene. Then maybe one of them goes and challenges for the pure championship instead. Um, in the main event, it's a back and forth tag match with Eugene and Jericho eventually winning after Eugene makes New Jack tap out to the regal stretch. After the match, the OGs, which is the name for Gage and New Jack, um, try and attack um, from behind, but Eugene and Jer Jericho fight them off. Eugene turns around and Jericho hits a code breaker on Eugene out of nowhere. Jericho grabs a mic and says, Eugene, you stupid idiot. It was me who took out Regal. The Pure Championship is coming home with Y2J, and the Pure Division will never be the same again. And then again. he does, the, and then he does like the Jericho like arms out thing. Uh, Jericho. So the following week, Jericho comes out and says, "The only reason that Eugene is the Pure Champion right now is because of yours truly, Chris Jericho." I trained him to beat Masters, and without me, he doesn't win. I know it, he knows it, and all you sycophants and ignoramuses know it too. I've gotten text after text. Why did you attack that old piece of crap William Regal last week? It's simple. I need to make sure that he doesn't get involved in my match with Eugene, and it was a bonus that I got to send a message to young Eugene that Chris Jericho isn't your friend and isn't anywhere close to being done in this ring. Plus, I hate that pretentious ass clown. I am the best of all time, and I will prove it again at Barely Legal. Eugene's music hits, and out comes Eugene, and Jericho tells him to come on, um, but Jericho slides out of the ring at the last second and into the crowd and does the old, not tonight, not tonight, and um, as it cuts to commercial. So on the so on the go home show, Jericho and Eugene uh, do a pick your poison match or do pick your poison matches. So they get to pick their opponent for each other. Jericho chooses for Eugene to face Brock Lesnar and Eugene picks Matt Morgan for Jericho. Uh, Matt Jericho's Morgan's better. Jericho's match is first and he's actually struggling with Morgan and he looks like he might lose Morgan goes for the elevator but Jericho racks, rakes his eyes and hits a code breaker for the win later Eugene has a back and forth contest with Brock Brock goes for the F5 but Eugene counters and manages to lock in the regal stretch and it looks like he's going to win but Jer when Jericho comes from the back slides in the ring and attacks Eugene um, the referee calls for the disqualification Eugene tries to fight him off, but Brock gets up and helps you, Jericho begin to beat down Eugene. Um, he then hits an F5 into a code breaker from Jericho. So, like, hits the F5, and Jericho comes down and hits a code breaker. Then Jericho locks in the walls of Jericho on Eugene, who is out, code, out cold. Jericho grabs the pure championship and holds it over his head. Uh, so, to the match. The elevator is a goaded finisher name. It is. 
Uh, it's a re- actually a really good finisher too. It's just hard to do on bigger people. Yeah, that, that, that that's a that's a that's a top ten finisher name. So at least. it's when he like does like puts him in the position like a delayed vertical and then like brings him down into a like uh, like almost a rock bottom into a, like a rock bottom. Yeah, so it's like it's a opposite of an end of days. Yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah, yeah, it is basically yeah. opposite of end of days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, except it starts. it starts with the vertical suplex. But yeah, it actually was a really sick move. Uh, so Jericho was out first wearing black leather pants, and he sings J- Judas as the rest of Fozzie plays on the on the stage as he makes his way down to the ring. Uh, Eugene comes out wearing black and red pants with a black bomber jacket. He stops in the middle of the walkway, points toward the back, and William Regal comes out and joins commentary. Um, and Jericho's like pissed because he thought he got rid of uh, Regal. So the two lock up and Eugene forces Jericho into the corner and makes a clean break. They lock up again and Jericho manages to force Eugene into the corner and starts to make a, a, a clean break but then pokes Eugene's eyes. The ref admonishes admonishes Jericho. Jericho hits a spinning back or spinning heel kick and goes for a pin but Jericho or Eugene powers out at one. Jericho hit the scoop slam and puts his foot on Eugene's chest and flexes. Uh, Eugene kicks out, so he like puts his foot on his chest and flexes, um, like like in a cocky ass pin. Um, Jericho hits a backhand chop in the corner and goes for a splash, but Eugene moves out of the way and Jericho hits his chest on the turnbuckle. Then Eugene hits a German suplex. Eugene hits a swinging neckbreaker followed by a running splash for a pin. Jericho kicks out at two. Eugene hits a, a butterfly suplex and then lo- tries to lock in the regal strike. But Jericho manages to get to the bottom rope to force a rope break. Jericho is down the two rope breaks. Jericho rolls out of the ring. Eugene goes to the outside and goes after Jericho, but Jericho hits a drop toe hold. Jericho then throws Eugene to the steel steps and breaks the count. Uh, Jericho hits a running knee as Eugene is propped up on the steel steps. Jericho goes, or, um, Jericho then, cli- or later on, Jericho climbs in the ring to break the count, uh, waits for Eugene to stand back up, and hits a tope suicida. Uh, Jericho hits a double underhook backbreaker, followed by the lion salt. Eugene barely kicks out. Jericho goes for the Waza Jericho, but Eugene manages the counter. Eugene hits an inverted atomic drop, then an airplane spin followed by a discus clothesline. Eugene goes for the pin. Jericho kicks out. Eugene goes for the Regal Plex, but Jericho fights him off and hits a Judas effect. Jericho goes for the pin, but Eugene manages to get his foot on the bottom rope. Jericho starts to celebrate, but the ref tells him it's not over. Eugene is now down the two rope breaks. During the match, Regal is at commentary and says that these are two of his best students he's ever had, but that Jericho's ego has always been his problem, and um, he's hoping that tonight that'll be the same thing. Uh, Jericho locks in the walls of Jericho in the middle of the ring. Eugene starts to crawl to the ropes, but Jericho pulls him back to the middle. Eugene manages to turn onto his back and kick Jericho off, but Jericho goes into the rough, knocking him down. Eugene ducks a clothesline, hits a DDT, then locks in the regal stretch, and Jericho taps, but the ref is still down. Eugene lets go of the hold and goes to get the referee. When he goes back to the ref, or goes back to Jericho, Jericho throws a fireball into the face of Eugene, then hits a code breaker. 
The ref crawls over and counts the pin. One, two, three. As Don West yells, not this way, not this way. The winner and new TCW. Not this way. (laughs) The winner and new TCW pure champion, Chris Jericho. Regal goes to the ring and checks on Eugene as Jericho um, celebrates on the ramp. Mm. That's nice and toxic. I like it. Um, I, I do really like the <laughs> idea of doing a pick your poison match in the build. That that's a cool idea. Um, I like that Jericho won actually, though I I couldn't tell. I think you're kind of blending like 2000s Jericho with AEW Jericho. Yeah, and I'm kind of deciding how I feel about that. Uh, but we're supposed to be like an amalgamation of all the Jerichos. Yeah, an amalgamation, amalgamation. I don't have Umaga. I, Umaga was on the last week's show. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the Jericho one. I like that he cheated. I like that we get a nice heel win to start off night night one. I mean, night two, excuse me. Night two, dork. Shut the fuck up. Or else you'll be getting the same fate as Mike. <laughs> Trying to host. <laughs> You're going to break John. <laughs> John. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this a four. This was it wasn't perfect. Like okay. there, there were some parts that were kind of dry, kind of okay. typical mid cardy, but like I, I, I really liked it. I had fun enjoying it, and okay. uh, I thought the right thing happened. You gonna toss it up to one of us, host? Yeah, I was gonna say I think it was a little better than mid. So I, I wanted three point five. Okay. It was it. it was cool for what it was, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, like like John said, there was some some dry parts. Um, I do like you know uh, Regal getting taken out and coming back. You get that good pop for him. I was kind of hoping that you would have because so your whole your whole thing with Eugene is that he learns how to compete against his opponent based on his opponent's um like previous bad opponent or people that they performed badly against and i really thought you were going to have him lean into like some like either triple h or um just just some other like a dean malenko or things like that kind of trying to go against him and use some of their mm-hmm. move sets i thought that's what you were going to do with there but um, I went more I with like... Regal on this one. Like he he was leaning more in towards Regal because Regal taught Jericho. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. I like. I think it was a good three point five. It was a good start. Three point five. Three dollars. Three fifty. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, so the next match. So two weeks after the pay per view, uh, Team Pump has a match against Dragonoff and Daphne. Uh, Team Pump wins when. Grace hits the Grace driver on Daphne. Uh, after the match, Joy gets in the ring and Team Pump is interviewed by Joy uh, and declare that next week they will be using their rematch clause excuse me, to try and, and recapture the intergender tag titles that they lost to Decay. Keith looked like my name is Earl right now. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jordan Grace says that uh, at Bound for Glory, they made some mental errors 
and that they let Decay get in their head, but that won't happen this time. After she says this, the lights flicker, and we hear Rosemary's laugh echoed through the arena. Decay appears on the Toxic Tron. Rosemary says, We told you your time as intergender champions would decay at our hands, and as predicted, the prophecy has come true. It is time for the freaks and monsters of this world to rule, and there is nothing you can do about it. Abyss says, you can have your match next week, but the results will be the same. You will decay. Then the light, the screen fades to black. I love Damon's spooky voice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Decay versus, so the next week, it's Decay versus Team Punk. Team Punk. Pump, not Punk. Punk's not on my show. Hashtag Punk's a Punk. Uh, Decay versus Team Pump is a back and forth about 20 minute contest. PD hits a suicide dive on Abyss on the outside as Rosemary and Grace are fighting inside the ring. Grace is getting the upper hand and almost hits the Grace driver when Rosemary worms her way out of it and again uses the poison mist on Grace, blinding her. But this time the ref sees it and disqualifies Decay. Rosemary continues to attack Grace, who is down. PD goes to stop her and teases hitting the Canadian destroyer. But Abyss smacks him in the back with a chair and clotheslines him onto the chair. Rosemary hits or has Abyss grab a table and she puts uh, hits the red the red wedding, which is the F five, through the table on Grace. Uh, Decay stands over Team Pump's fallen bodies. Um, the following week, it's announced on TCW.com that due to the ending of the match last week, it will be Team Pump versus Decay at Barely Legal, and Full Metal Mayhem. Uh, PD and Grace are interviewed by Joy. PD says, we're happy to get another chance to get our titles back, but we know that Full Metal Mayhem favors Decay. But Team Pump is about pushing ourselves to our absolute limit, and this Saturday will be no different. So to the match, Little Pump makes his return, and he wraps Team Pump down to the ring with... Grace and Petey wearing matching gold and white gear. Keith, don't act like this is how I know you don't really listen. Because you, you act surprised when I say Little Pump. He's been part of Team Pump the whole time. I know he was, and I <laughs> forgot. I, you know, it's, it's, I put him out of my mind. <laughs> just like the rest of the world right now. Um, True. <laughs> uh, this is his triumphant return. Not to real music, but to wrestling. Uh, <laughs> pump, pump. Pump, pump. pump you pump up. The <laughs> uh, Decay comes out next with fog filling the arena, and they make t- their way to the ring wearing black and red. The titles hang above the ring. Um, so the spots, the bell rings, and the two teams immediately begin the brawl. Team Pump manages to get the advantage and close line Abyss and Rosemary out of the ring at the same time and hits su- or st- stereo suicide dives to the outside. Grace tries to cross a cross body on Abyss, but gets caught and Abyss hits a fallaway slam. Rosemary bites the top of PD's head and hits a snap suplex. Abyss hits a, a running power slam onto the steel steps on PD. Grace smashes Abyss with a steel chair repeatedly, then hits a running knee with the chair. Uh, Team Pump sets up a table in the ring and Grace lifts Rosemary into a suplex position as PD hits a cross body through, putting her through the table. PD sets up the ladder and begins to climb, but Abyss 
um, gets in the ring and grabs him and hits a shock treatment off the ladder. Rosemary hits a skyward suplex, which is the Olympic slam, onto an unfolded chair on Grace. Uh, Abyss tries to hit a double choke slam, but Team Pump hits a double suplex onto a ladder instead. Rosemary and Grace are on top of the ladder fighting when PD Irish whips Abyss into the ladder, knocking it down and sending both women off the ladder. Um, Abyss hits a black hole slam onto Grace on the outside. PD then runs the barricade and smacks Abyss in the head with a chair, busting him open. Rosemary comes out of nowhere and spears PD. Um, Rosemary Irish whips Grace into the corner, then throws hard strikes, forcing her to sit in the corner. She then takes a chair, wedges it in the front of Grace's face. So, like, it's Grace, like, in the corner. The chair is wedged in front of her face. She goes to the other side of the ring and hits a coast-to-coast. Abyss grabs a bag from under the ring and goes into the ring with it. Abyss dumps it out, and it's a bag of tags. Abyss tries to power slam Petey into them, but Petey counters. Gut kicks Abyss and hits a Canadian Destroyer onto the tags. Uh, Grace and Rosemary make their way up, up outside, up opposite sides of the ladder, and throw hard strikes back and forth. Rosemary appears to gain the advantage, but Grace fights back and smashes Rosemary's head against the top of the ladder repeatedly and pushes her off the ladder. Abyss goes to stop her, but Petey takes the steel steps and rams the rams them into Abyss's head, um, sending Abyss out of the ring. Grace goes up to grab the title, but then the lights go out for about a good like 10-15 seconds. When the lights turn back on, Petey is down and Crazy Steve is standing on the ladder with Grace. Steve smiles, then spits poison mist into Grace's face and throws her off the ladder. He climbs down and helps Rosemary to her feet, and she climbs the ladder and grabs the title as Decay remains the the TCW intergender champions and uh, Decay celebrate with the titles. Who was Crazy Steve? He's one of the he's in Decay actual Decay with um with um Abyss and Rosemary. I'd much rather it be no. Jerry Trainer from Drake and Josh. What? Oh. <laughs> the crazy Steve character worked at the movie theater. Oh. That would have been much better. I'm sorry. When I, I looked up, I looked up Crazy Steve, Steve, that's who I get is that one. I don't get the because he's better. That's why you do, do crazy. It's crazy with two Z's. Yeah. Dude, crazy Steve is fucking jacked. Crazy Steve. Okay. He doesn't look. He doesn't look that jacked. Is he in WWE at one point? Uh, I think he signed as like a backstage, like a producer. But I don't know. Uh, I see something from 2017 that he like did attended a tryout. He was an OV. He was an OVW for a little bit. What I'm seeing. Oh. But he's the third. He's the TNA. He's the third member of Decay. Okay. I forgot he was. Um. I'll go first. Okay. I. I didn't see anything wrong with this. Um, I think the match was actually really, really good. Um, the the Canadian destroyer on the tax was a little. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know if that's possible. You uneasy? No, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if somebody's gonna sign up for that. I don't know. That's just me. But um, it's abyss. <laughs> abyss is like setting himself on fire. I know, no, but that's like, different from getting attacked to the head. I don't know. That's just that's that's a weird. I'm sure. I'm sure Abyss has gotten attacked to the face. I'm hundred percent sure he's gotten like little, those little fucking spikes and forks and shit to the head too. Yeah, Abyss yeah. is crazy. Well, well, even if I'm not gonna take away from your score, I was just like that was just a, a spot to me. There's I don't know, it's a weird spot. I, I gave you a four point two five. Okay, I'll take it. Um, so I didn't like the story. Like from the previous show and this one, okay. like I have not been feeling this team pump decay situation. Okay, I thought that aside from Tessa, it's been the worst part of your show. However, the match was a banger, like Kenny said, and that's gonna get you to a pretty decent score in and of itself. Because I would turn on this pay per view, say, "Damn, that build sucked," and then the match would come on, like, "Okay, it was worth it." Um, <laughs> so because I get this at the end. So, I'm going to give this a three and a half. Okay. And, like, three and a quarter of that is the match. (laughs) Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) That's pretty much how I am, too. Yeah, I think the match would have been great. Um, I like that you went with uh, Decay as your winners. I feel like it's time for Team Pump to, like, split. They but probably I, would after, like in season it's been two, they probably the split for a while. After two season years. two, yeah, in two season two, they would probably break <laughs> up. Um, I do feel like the build was a little underwhelming. I feel like this has been a, your story for a while now, and it was a little underwhelming. This would have been the story for about two pay per views, about two months. Okay, maybe not as long as I thought. But. No, because they were feuding with the island first, and then I forgot the flares, and there was someone else in there. Or no, there um, was a there was a show where they weren't on it. What was the actual match type for this? I can't remember. Full Metal Mayhem. Okay, okay. I feel like it would have been fun to watch and interesting. Uh, the crazy Steve. Did he? Did you say he appeared on the ladder like he was already? He was just up there. Yeah, he appeared on the ladder when the lights came back on. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. I like how you said it was like ten or fifteen seconds, giving just enough time for a human person to get up the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I liked it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a solid four point five. I think it could have been a little more, but I think all in all, everything was really good. I'll take it. You'll take it. I'll take it and I'll like it. This show is going by fast. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> without Travis and without Travis and Kenny or Mike here to muddle the rut waters. Yeah. Do I need we're to, very, do I need to bust forward. out the hater just to make this no? Sense? You know you're good. Yo, you can. You don't have to bust out the hater. You just, just say, keep him. enjoying the show. Just keep dust, enjoying dust the show. Them off here. No. No, just keep enjoying the show. So, um, and I will tell you, week, so night one is shorter. It's a shorter, it's only four matches for, or night two, sorry. Night two is only four matches. I originally had five, but the one match, I'm just going to be honest, I couldn't fucking think of a decent story for, so I just fucking said, I'm not doing that, I cut it. I'd rather not do that match at all than give you a shitty story. Just to do the match. 
I'm not it was Will Osprey. It. it was Will Osprey versus Rooster. Yeah, when I you, just I just gave couldn't us think of that. That was the better option, and I was like, "Damn, this this is gonna be a tough." Sh- <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't think of because I was gonna keep going with the like Rooster feels like he's getting screwed by TDJ, and Osprey was like not the hitman, but he did TDJ's dirty work for him last week. But I couldn't make it make sense to why they would be doing the show match on my show instead of just doing it on a DPW show. Uh, so I'm like, and I wrote like four, uh, not four, I wrote like three different versions of a story and every one of them I hated. So I just said, I'm not fucking doing this. this is, I don't, like, I think the I could have got ran a great match, but the build would have been really, really bad. I, I'm going to make a list of matches we wanted to see and that is nowhere on it. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. My other, the other option I, I mentioned um, was to do a bat like a battle royal for well, a number one Royal Rumble, and I was like, we've had two Royal Rumbles. One was terrible, and one was <laughs> mid. <laughs> yeah, and Royal, Royal Rumbles, Rumbles are, are kind of not going well. This book they're first. hard to write because you have to like there's because you guys don't like it when like if you just give the list of people who are in it. Yeah, you get you get bad scores for doing that, but it's also hard to like really time consuming and hard to write like every elimination and the guys yeah. keep your guys' focus through every single elimination is hard. Yeah, that's the so like spot tried that this elimination. Right. Because I wrote a spot for every elimination and entrant. Basically each entrant was a spot and whoever whatever elimination happened at what given point happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like really 30, hard to do. Thirty spots were to the final four right from there. Right. And like before when I've done it, like when we did it for um, NSW, we did like we gave wow. everyone who was in it and then told you who was in the final four. You guys are like, yeah, that's great, but we wanted more. So yeah. I it battle Raws are hard to do, too. So I just said, I'm, I'm just going to have it be a four match night, too. So, well, you better make this some good shit. So uh, in the co-main event, we have. For the, I'll just tell you what the match is on this one. It's Kurt Angle versus Matt Riddle for the TCW World Heavyweight Championship. So I'm kind of spoiling the, one of the surprises. Not in the main event. No. Um. So after <laughs> after beating Carlito at the pay per view, Matt Riddle is without an opponent for barely legal. Matt says that he wants to be a fighting champion, um, and you can't have the champion not be on the biggest show of the year. So he's issuing an open challenge for an opponent for the pay-per-view. Um, like he says that in like a backstage interview. So later on in the night, uh, Riddle comes out to the ring and says, um, damn, it feels good to be the champion, but we got some serious business to attend to. Who will I face at Barely Legal? Suddenly we hear Kurt Angle's TNA theme song. So you hear the like, I kid. Yeah, like that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that fire ass song. Yeah, that, that was all this far. Theme song, but yeah, Kurt that. doesn't come out from out almost from the, the Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> and I was like, "Where we stop?" <laughs> yeah, them TNA theme songs. Some of them but, were really good. And then there was the RVD one. The whole fucking show. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a curse theme song, but people actually like. Sorry to interrupt, but you know we we got time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people actually went wild for that shit, and it was such an awful song. But the whole crowd was fucking eating it up. 
I mean, yeah. but it didn't matter about the song. It was just the fact that Rob Van Dam was here. That's all that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. It was there was Rob Van Dam and like everybody loves crowd participation. Yeah, yeah. Like I like, think that's I, why like Judas. Like if you actually listen to Judas, is not a great song. I agree. With the whoa, audience, whoa. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> with the, that. I will say with audience participating, once you start participating with it, like as he's in the audience. It it gets you. You get hooked in. I've seen like four more Fozzy shows than I want to because of the Jericho <laughs> Cruise. Uh, wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? You went to Jericho Cruise? Oh, did I mention that? I didn't know that. Uh, did you know Britt Baker's a dentist? <laughs> yeah, she was on the Jericho no. Cruise. Did you know I don't give two fucks about any of this bit? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I knew you. Yes, I, I knew you hate this bit. Like you go to YouTube I and do. you listen to RVD theme song from TNA, and you're like, "This is the worst shit I ever heard." But then you watch a video of him coming out in TNA, and you're like, "Damn, that shit was fire." Yeah, it, it changes the crowd being involved. Changes the whole thing because they're it. like fucking in on that shit. Um, but yeah, uh, Kurt Angle comes back TNA theme song, uh, but he doesn't come out from the backstage. He comes from the crowd, slides in. It hits Riddle with an angle slam from behind. Grabs the ti- grabs a mic, grabs the title, and grabs a mic and says, "I accept," and holds the title over his head. Mm-hmm. Um. So the following week, Kirk comes out and says that he's been waiting for the perfect opportunity to get his revenge against Riddle after Kurt picked the fired case after Feaster fired. Um. Matt Riddle humiliated me. Matt Riddle humili- humiliated me. And all of you cheered him on. But you won't be cheering or laughing or singing when I break his ankle in half at Barely Legal. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Uh, Riddle comes out and says, bro, you need to chill. And I, I have something we could we could use to help you calm down a little. Uh, Kurt says, I'm not your bro. I'm completely focused on destroying you and taking what was rightfully mine in the first place. You didn't deserve that briefcase, and you sure as heck don't deserve to be a world champion. You're a joke, Matt. These people don't respect you, and you can smoke yourself into oblivion and be the cool guy, but they will never see you as a real world champion. Matt says he's no Olympic gold medalist, but I'm not going to back down from you or anybody else. I'm the world champion for a reason. And I plan on keeping it that way, bro. The two, um, so they're in the ring together and they're like face to face um, as Riddle holds the title up and it cuts to commercial. Um, The next week, David Arquette uh, announces that tonight it will be Kurt Angle and Matt Riddle versus Braun Breaker and Rick Steiner. Uh, Kurt is in his locker room when Riddle walks in and says, hey, bro, I know that you don't like me. We have that we have the match at the pay-per-view, but tonight I have your back and he extends his hand. Kurt says, I told you last week, I'm not your bro, but you're right. I don't like you and I don't need anyone, especially you to have my back. So stay out of my way, bro, or you might not like, or you might not make it to barely legal. That night they had, um, they have the tag team match with Kurt, uh, starting and initially he refuses to tag Riddle in. Uh, eventually he goes, he does by slapping him hard in the chest. Later, Riddle returns the favor and he does the same thing. So, like when they're tagging each other, they're like hitting each other pretty much. Um, eventually, 
He does by smacking him hard in the chest. Later, Riddle returns the favor. Kurt gets in the ring and they start to bicker, but then both of them get clotheslined by Rick. Um, the match ends when Riddle pushes Kurt, who's the legal man out of the way of a spear by Braun. Kurt then from behind hits an angle slam on Braun and locks in the ankle lock with the grapevine and forces Braun to tap. After the match, Riddle gets up and he extends his hand to Kurt, who slaps his hand away and walks to the back. So on the go-home show, uh, there's a contract signing for Kurt and Riddle. Kurt comes out first, followed by Riddle. Uh, Kurt signs the contract and says that he can't wait to snap Riddle's ankle in half. I had to sit there and watch you cash in the Feaster Fire briefcase, win the title that I should have won. He then aggressively slides the um, the contract across the table to Riddle. Riddle signs and says, bro, you chose to switch briefcases with me. So the only person you have to blame is yourself. It's not my fault you made a bad decision, but you should be used to be making you be used to making bad decisions, Perk. I mean, Kurt. Uh, Kurt stands up and says, you're going to make fun oh, of my drug addiction. Perk. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make fun of my drug addiction. Oh, he going to pay for and that. And then uh, you goddamn pothead. And then he flips the, the <laughs> table and the two start brawling. So you're going to make fun of me for taking perks? Well, <laughs> you enjoy the legal substances in 37 out of 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're in a state that is not legal. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kurt goes for the angle slam, but Riddle counters and hits Wait, a. Where is this at? This is in Oklahoma City still. No, this one, this, the the build up win of Ben. Oh, I would say yeah. So we we got that. You just have to easily get a card here. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but Riddle counters and hits the bro to sleep. Then stands on the middle rope and celebrates as Kurt, celebrates as Kurt is laid out and it goes to a commercial. Um, so the match itself. So Kurt comes out wearing the red trunk or red track jacket with the red, white, and blue singlet with the wrestling machine mouth guard. Uh, Riddle comes out wearing the yellow and black gear, so like the one piece like suit thing he'd be he'd be wearing. So to the spots, the match starts with both men locking up. Matt tries to take Kurt to the ground with a double leg, but Kurt sprawls to prevent it. As Kurt makes his way back to his feet, he starts like he's like mockingly smacks Riddle side to side on the head. Uh, Matt gets up noticeably annoyed, and the two then chain wrestle back and forth for about a minute, like just hold after hold, like back and forth, like wrestling, like uh, Matt wrestling. When Matt gets Kurt's back, it almost locks in a rear naked choke, but Kurt manages to get out of it, and he slides out of the ring to like take a minute to, and like says time out. Uh, Kurt Irish whips Matt, then tries to hit a belly to belly, but Matt lands on his feet. He then hits an enziguri on Kurt and goes for an RKO, but Kurt pushes him away and hits a running senton on Kurt on Riddle. Uh, Kurt begins to work on Riddle's ankle. He stomps on it, then drags Matt into the corner, goes outside the ring, and locks in a ring post sharpshooter, only breaking. Right before the hold, right before the count of five, as the ref yells at him, but Kurt ignores the ref and he just keeps attacking Riddle's leg. Uh, Kurt gets Riddle in the corner and hits a series of European uppercuts, then throws him to the ground. He then goes up to the uh, top rope and he hits a moonsault, but he only gets a two count. Uh, Kurt tries to lock in the ankle lock, but Riddle manages to stay on his uh, on his back. 
but like Matt, he has his like ankle, but Matt it's on his back. And he can't get him turned over, and he eventually kicks Kurt away. He then gets up and hits the bicycle kick, then a series of elbow strikes. Strikes. He then locks in a flying armbar, but Kurt manages to like drag himself and get his feet on the bottom rope to break the hold. Uh, Riddle Irish ropes Kurt and then goes for a clothesline, but Kurt ducks under and hits a German suplex, keeps the fingers grasped, and hits the three German suplexes. He then stalks Riddle for the angle, angle slam, but Riddle counters and hits an RKO out of nowhere, um, but it takes him too long for the pin, and Kurt manages to kick out of two. Riddle gets up, but he now has a noticeable limp. Um... Riddle Irish whips Kurt and hits a German suplex of his own, then a fisherman buster for a long two count. Uh, Riddle goes for the flying bro, but Kurt moves out of the way and Riddle crashes into the mat. Kurt then goes and locks in the ankle lock, screaming in pain. Matt barely makes it to the bottom rope, then rolls out of the ring. Kurt runs to the other side of the ring as Kurt hits a suicide dive on the outside. Uh, Don West like loses his shit and says he can't believe we just saw as they replay like Kurt doing the suicide dive like three or four times. Uh, Kurt gets Riddle back in the ring and hits an angle slam and he pins Riddle one, two. Riddle kicks out. Kurt then pulls the straps down. You know, classic Kurt pull the guy pull the straps down and he locks in the ankle lock and he grapevines drops down into a grapevine with Riddle in the middle of the ring. Riddle is struggling and he almost taps, but he manages to like barely drag himself to the bottom rope to break the hold. Kurt gets up and drags Riddle to the middle of the ring again and goes to lock up the ankle again, but Riddle surprises him and manages to roll him up for the one, two, three. The winner and still TCW champion is Matt Riddle. Like Kurt's shocked and can't believe it that he just got beat. The ref goes to grab the belt, but Kurt takes it from him looks at it and hands it over to Riddle, who's sitting in the corner, like, grabbing at his ankle because he can barely stand um, and, he, like, barely survive. Kurt extends his hand to help Riddle get up, raises his hand, and hands hands him the title and raises his hand. And, like, they, like, turn, spin around with it, like, and celebrate, like, they're celebrating. Uh, Riddle then hugs Kurt, who then, out of nowhere, angle slams Riddle, and then locks in the ankle lock with the grapevine and refuses to let go as Riddle is screaming out in pain and eventually passes out. The refs come out and they have to drag and force Kurt off, who finally lets go and tells Riddle this isn't over and drops the title next to Riddle and raises his arm as he walks to the back as medical personnel come and check on Riddle. Okay. You lost me? For a while <clears throat> not gonna lie like when kurt came out that was great uh having kurt attacking from behind was a little weird but i was with it but then when you had him tag i don't know I, something about that something about having opponents tag together just feels like the dumbest shit in the world to me because like if you're a heel and they're like oh you have to tag with him and there's no like oh, you have to win or, you know, any, any repercussions. Like, I'm bouncing. Fuck you. I'm out. Like, <laughs> go for yourself. So you lost me there. I considered doing that. I would have much, I think I would have much rather had 
Kurt have a somewhat of a squash match or like a uh, you know just a build up match like to prove how much match. of a threat he is. Yeah, I think that would have been better for me there. And then I really during the match was great. The match was really great. At the end, when you said he hands him the title and hands, excuse me, hands him the title and holds his hand up, I was like, I'm about to give you a one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be pissed. Like, I thought Kurt was the heel and doing all this. And then you won me back by the attack. Not letting go. If you'd have said he snaps his ankle, I would have, that would have been even better. Like, that would have been a five off of that. Just snaps his ankle, I would have bumped you back up to a five. I did, I did, there were highs and there were lows. Yeah. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with a four, two, zero. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with that sequence of events. Um, I think that Kurt Angle actually should have won. Hot take. Uh, I feel like man got fired, and if he's gonna come back, I don't think he should have won clean, but I think he should have won. Like okay. he should have cheated, because then you have a feud extender, because that would make them, you know, have to compete again. Uh, I mean, but you already have a. You, I mean, you have that while you also make your champion. Like you made Riddle, because Riddle only has only been champion for what two months. Yeah, because so like, he beat he beat Carlito. Then this would yeah this would have been like the end of his two month two months. I was trying to like not hot potato the championship here, right? And I was trying to and it would be an extension because Riddle just Kurt just attacked him and Kurt's gonna say like I I deserve a rematch and it would go on from there. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did the right thing here. I like I said I almost I would have much rather I would rather had him. If you were going to eventually have him drop it, have him get injured by Kurt and either be like wishy-washy, like whether or not he can defend it or not within the time frame. Yeah, I, I but, feel like having Kurt come back from being fired um, and then lose is a little damaging. Uh, I mean, he's, he's Kurt Angle. He can afford anything, so that's not going to hurt too bad. Yeah, but, and that's uh, why I had him like do the attack after, like just snap and like beat the shit out of Riddle. Yeah. But he should have already been snapped. He got he was forced to get fired. <laughs> like <laughs> he didn't need to lose again to snap. He was already <laughs> should have been bad, mad. Like well, he was. <laughs> yeah, that was just double bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this a four. Okay. It had it, the, the match was on fire. It wasn't bad by any means. I, that was just my critique of it. I felt like. I feel like the outcome should have been a little different, but I'm okay. not too mad. Okay. A little different. You said that was like totally different than what it was. <laughs> a lot of different. <laughs> well, I said what I said. I'm not gonna lie. You have to live with that. I'm the hater in this one. Yeah, I'm a hater in this one. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like the build. I didn't like the build. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. I like the the match was fire. I'll give you the match was fire, but I didn't like the build, and I Ooh, didn't, didn't like, like that build. I didn't like the end either. I don't he didn't like the ending either. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I don't like that. <laughs> I just I wasn't shit. feeling it. I wasn't feeling the end because it's one of those storylines where 
realistically, it shouldn't make sense for him to to hug him in an embrace like that. Like hold him in an embrace was like, okay, like no, this isn't this isn't that kind of unless story they're gonna make out for four hours, <laughs> maybe do a little dry humping, but don't penetrate. Need <laughs> <laughs> you to stop this. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. It's just it's it's a weird storyline, and I just feel like like so that ending is just kind of like okay, why would you? It's like it almost seems like it was on the verge of becoming a blood feud, and then he's like, "Give me a." Hug. It's like if just like all of a sudden turned to Drake and Josh, like hug me, brother. I'm like it's it's weird. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't like that, and so I ended up giving you a two point five. I was the I was the hater of this one, but but. And the other thing too, I, I noticed this too. You said something. You messed up. You ain't a real Kurt Angle fan like I am. You messed up. You said he pulled the straps down and did the ankle lock. That's not what he does. He pulls the straps down, and does the angle slam, then pulls them back up for the ankle lock. So just letting you know. Letting what? You know. Yeah, when he pulls the straps down, that's for the angle slam, and then he pulls them back up when he does the ankle lock. No, nah, I have to go bro. back and watch because I know nah, feel like. Bro. That- Right. He's not pulling back up. He pulls him back up to pull them back down. That that might have been. He pulls him down uh, for the angle slam. That might have been a sometimes thing. I don't feel like that's a law. I'm just saying. Nah, bro. I didn't take any. I didn't take any points for it. We must go to the lab. (laughs) And the embrace. In the embrace, it was more like he finally got like Kurt's respect, or at least he thought he finally got Kurt's respect by like beating him. And then Kurt's pretty much like, Nah, I still fucking hate you. But I'm this isn't a storyline. This isn't a storyline where, making, where uh, an AI watch a thousand Kurt Angle matches and see if he does that. <laughs> no, this 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 isn't one of those storylines though that I feel like could end to where it made sense to be like, oh, we're going to the hug and we're going to embrace this. This isn't that kind of storyline, in my opinion. I feel like if anything, you could maybe have Kurt Angle be a tweener. Excuse me, and then maybe do a that. handshake. Maybe the hug was much. I think maybe a yeah. handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll bust much. Yeah, it just felt like like it, it felt like this didn't warrant that handshake hug moment. So so it wouldn't as a fan, I would be like, "Fuck are they hugging for?" Like that's that's how I'd be. I'm like, that makes no sense. I want they keep on hugging. But if it's but but if it's like that kind of thing where it starts off as like a mutual respect and like, "Hey, I'm trying to get your respect," and then he turns on, it's like, "Damn, that's some shit." Maybe right. if you had this storyline to where he looked up to him. And then maybe he turned on and was like, damn, like this is kind of like a teacher versus student kind of thing. Or maybe it's like it's like, oh, my my hero isn't really a hero kind of thing. You can kind of do that with that storyline if you did if you did that route for to make this ending make sense. But this is like, I don't fuck with you. He's like, I don't fuck with you. And all of a sudden he's like, hug. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I don't <laughs> know. It's, it's kind of weird. I get, and yeah, like I get you attacked him from behind and shit. And like, yeah, yeah, like, like you jumped me. <laughs> Uh, okay, so to the main event. So everybody's favorite storyline. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> ending on this and yeah. the world title. Man, I forgot to deduct points for that world title not being the main event. It's still now, a world this, championship. The women's title is still, still winning a world title. I'm not going to go back and deduct the points retroactively, but I should have deducted some points. Now I'm deducting points from you because you're sexist. Well, here's the thing. If this pisses me off, that's just gonna make me hate this <laughs> even more. So I'm not mad at it. Where I'm the hater comes out, I, I I'm support mad at women. it. Uh, I don't so support be- these women. <laughs> you support Bianca? Oh, at least one of them. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he said these. <laughs> that's how crazy y'all out. 
It does sound <laughs> crazy when you say it out loud. Uh, so Bianca comes out with Sasha and Awesome Kong and celebrates being the sisterhood at Bound for Glory. I just wanted to come out here and thank you two for your help in the six women's tag match and for helping to even the odds. Sasha says that she's happy to help and that she knows that at Barely Legal, Bianca will bring home the title. But when that happens, I wanted to be the first in line for a shot at the title. Kong says, if anybody's going to be first in line after Barely Legal, it's me. Bianca and Kong get into each other's face with Bianca trying to like separate them like, hey, no reason to fight. When Tessa comes out, Tessa uh, says, look at you three. The first chance you the, they get, they are already at each other's throats. But you're arguing for nothing because Bianca can't beat me. She's had chance after chance, and she's fell time after time. And that barely legal, it will be no different. And neither of you two animals are coming anywhere near my title anytime soon. That's wild. Be- that's wild Bianca says that Tessa must have forgotten that part of the stipulation of her winning at Bound for Glory um, is that at Barely Legal it will be just those just me and you one on one with no outside interference allowed so at Barely Legal you won't have anyone to say to you this time for the ass whooping you deserve Um, and then like it cuts to a they like like have not face off, but you know, where like they angrily look at each other as it cuts to commercial. Uh, the following uh, reckoning starts with the following week, reckoning starts with Bianca coming into the arena when Tessa attacks him from behind and throws her into a car head first. Tessa hits a hammerlock DDT um, it, onto the hood of the car, laying Bianca out. She then takes a pair of scissors and cuts Bianca's ponytail and labs, the security, and uh, medics come to check on Bianca. Bianca is carried out on a stretcher. In the main event of that night, it's Tessa versus Daphne. Tessa wins the match when she hits Magnum and begins to celebrate when Bianca's music hits, and she comes out from the back and runs into the ring after Tessa. Tessa gets the upper hand initially, but Bianca eventually overwhelms her. Bianca is raining down punches on Tessa when security comes out and separates the two uh, Tessa is a bloody mess and runs after Bianca and dies at her as security tries to hold them back. Um, they eventually manage to force them apart and they, they drag Tessa to the back. So th- it's announced the following week that at Barely Legal, the match between Bianca and Tessa will be no DQ, no count out, but the sisterhood along with Kong and Sasha are banned from ringside. David says that this rivalry has gone on long enough and we need a definitive winner. He also institutes a no-touch rule. If Bianca touches Tessa, she will lose her title until the pay-per-view. She will lose her title shot, but if Tessa touches Bianca, she will be stripped of the title and will be given immediately to Bianca as she's the number one contender. And uh, that next week, they will have a sit-down interview with both women. So in the go-home show, Bianca and Tessa are interviewed by Matt Stryker. They're they're sitting across from each other. Stryker brings up um, that when TCW started, that Tessa addressed the accusations of racism and claimed she isn't, but um, has said and done some things that are said to kind of solidify the idea that she's, at the very least, racially insensitive, at the worst, a racist. Tessa says, it's not that I hate all black people. I hate people like you, Bianca. 
You're a walking stereotype. You're rude, loud, and obnoxious. And the worst thing is that you want everything handed to you. What, because your ancestors were slaves? That's not my problem or my fault. There's no affirmative action in this business. And you have to earn everything. Bianca says, you earned everything? You're kidding me, right? You're the definition of nepotism. You only got into this business because you're dad. I had to work my ass off to get where I am. You just had to come out the right birth canal. And I'm just being and I'm just being me. I'm not a stereotype. There's little black girls who tell me whenever they see me that they see themselves in me. And I always have and always be will be my authentic self. Striker asked Bianca if she can beat Tessa. Um they've had they've been in several matches against each other, and every time Tessa has come out on top. Bianca says, I truly believe I'm better than her. The only reason I'm not champ right now is because of Sunny and Fabulous Moolah. Tessa says, more excuses. That's all you have. This match is going to end the same way every other match you've had has ended, with me standing tall. I never needed the sisterhood to beat you, and I'll prove that at Barely Legal. Stryker then asks about Tessa cutting her hair, and Bianca says that was the height of disrespect. A black woman's hair is sacred to us, is sacred to us, and the cut it was another sign of the racial blind spots that Tessa has. Tessa says, uh, "Why is it a always- blind spot? She's looking for it." <laughs> <laughs> Tessa says, "Why is it always about race with you people?" Both women stand up with from their seats. Tessa says, "What do you mean, you people?" Tessa says, "You heard me." Bianca says, "Why is why why have you been fired from everywhere you've ever worked?" You're a bully and a bigot. Bianca and Tessa get like nose to nose, like face to face, like where they're ready to fight, but they don't because of the no touch rule. Uh, and then it cuts to commercial. <laughs> nose to nose. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like just before the, just before, like right before. Uh, she boops her on the nose. Just kidding. That did oh, not happen. Wait, that was wait, a joke. That was a wait, joke. So wait, if they do go nose to nose, what would happen? They both lose, like, they both lose. <laughs> They, there's there's no match. Yeah, somebody like yeah, coughs and they headbutt each other. Yeah. Tony Storm's champion. <laughs> uh, Bianca is out first wearing purple and gold attire. Tessa comes out wearing black and silver gear. Uh, the bell rings. I thought she was going to wear a different color. I thought she was going to Yeah. <laughs> the bell rings and the two immediately begin to throw hard punches back and forth. Bianca gets the advantage and clotheslines Tessa out of the ring. Uh, Bianca hits a delayed ver- or delayed suplex on the outside on Tessa. Uh, Bianca tries to Irish whip Tessa, but Tessa reverses it and sends Bianca into the steel steps or steel post. Sorry, uh, Tessa gets back in the ring when and when Bianca gets back in, hits a double arm suplex. Uh, Tessa locks in an Indian death lock, but Bianca manages to turn to her stomach and reverse the pressure. Tessa is forced to let go. Uh, Bianca tries to gorilla press slam Tessa, but the damage to the leg causes her knee to buckle momentarily, allowing Tessa to get out of it and hit a jumping cutter. Uh, Tessa continues to go after Bianca, dragging her to the corner, then sliding out of the ring and smashing Bianca's knee repeatedly into the post as Bianca cries out in pain. Uh, Tessa grabs a chair and smashes it against the knee and the post. Uh, Tessa locks in the tequila sunrise, but Bianca refuses to tap. Uh, Tessa Irish whips Bianca into the corner and hits a draping flatliner. 
Uh, Tessa goes for a running knee strike, but Bianca avoids it and hits a belly the belly suplex. Bianca sees the chair Tessa used earlier and begins to wail on Tessa with the chair. Uh, Bianca is limping and smacks like her leg to try and get the feeling back in it. She iris whips Tessa and goes for a clothesline, but Tessa ducks under and hits a jumping DDT. Uh, both women are down and start to make their way to the feet at the same time, throwing punches back and forth. Bianca gets the upper hand and headbutts Tessa hard, then hits a power slam for a uh, two count. Uh, Bianca goes to the top rope. Tessa gets up and the two throw punches back and forth, but Bianca pushes her to the mat and then hits a 450 splash, but only gets a two long, a long two count. Uh, Tessa rolls outside the ring as she makes her way to her feet. Bianca tries to spear Tessa, but Tessa moves out at out of the way at the last second, sending Bianca crashing through the barricade. Uh, Tessa grabs Bianca and hits a snap suplex on the outside. She exposes the floor of the um, the on the outside and goes for the buzzsaw, which is the hammerlock DDT. But Bianca manages to avoid it and sends her uh, back first into the apron, then um, throws her over the announced table table into Vampiro's lap. Uh, Bianca clears the announce table and then hits a power bomb through the through the announce table. Bianca gets Tessa back into the ring, but it's only uh, Tessa manages to kick out. Uh, she tries to go for the KLD, but Tessa gets out of it and chop blocks her. Uh, Tessa goes to the top rope and she hits Magnum, which is the diving double knee face buster, which is still pretty much like a diving uh, code breaker, and goes for the pin one. Two, but Bianca kicks out. Tessa goes to the outside, looks under the ring, and finds a table. She sets the table up in the corner, but takes too long when she turns around. She gets speared through the table. Bianca goes for the cover, but Tessa kicks out. Uh, Bianca go again goes for the KOD, but Tessa holds on to the ropes to stop her from hitting it. When Bianca lets go, Tessa hits her with a hard elbow to the side of the head, then gut kicks her and hits the buzzsaw. Bianca manages to kick out much to Tessa's surprise. So, like, she has a, like, shock face that she kicked out. Um, Tessa argues with the wet ref, saying it was three. Like, that, like it was three, it was three. Tessa goes back to the top rope and goes for Magnum again. But um, Bianca manages to get to her feet and onto the turnbuckle with her. Uh, they fight for position, but Tessa gains, gets the advantage and pushes Bianca down and goes for the diving senton. But Bianca gets her knees up, uh, but hurts herself in the process as well. Both struggle to get to their feet. Tessa gets uh, gut kicks her and goes for the buzzsaw again, this time onto an open chair. But this time, Bianca fights her off and gets Tessa up and hits the KOD through the chair. Uh, Bianca goes for the cover, but Tessa just manages the kick out. The fans chant, one more time, one more time, one more time. As Bianca makes her way to her feet, grabs Tessa by the hair and drags her to the corner and puts her on the top rope with her body like facing away from her. So like her body's facing towards the like crowd, Tessa's. She goes up, gets her up on her shoulder, uh, gets to the top rope and hits a super KOD off the top rope um, for the one, two, three. The winner and the new TCW Women's Champion is Bianca Belair. Confetti rains down as Bianca celebrates with the title, and that's the end of the... It cuts to black. 
<clears throat> so I like it. This is the this is the come up and sweep away. I really wish you'd have had <laughs> fucking be, Tessa come to try to shake your hand at this and just be like <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> I respect you. Fuck you. <laughs> um, oh, I have to say, Bianca might be the quintessential babyface of Bucketverse because she's been in part of three of the biggest storylines and biggest moments of every show. She's in real life and in Bucketverse pushing to be the women's goat. She's fi- She's climbing. Quickly. Absolutely. Quickly. Um, I don't really have a number yet. I did like most of the build. I mean, this has been your main story. Unfortunately. Throughout. Three, <laughs> throughout. Then this is over the span. How long has this been, like, in in your... Um, it would have been CCW about work? six months. Five, or, yeah, about six months. Shit. I don't know. One of you guys go first. I'm, I'm not. I'm not settled. Uh, I'll yet. go next. I'll, I'll give it. I'll say I'm gonna be pretty generous to this. Um, <laughs> like, I have not liked this storyline since day one. That's <laughs> uh, true. Tessa's promo was about what we expected. It was, you know, we got the laugh. Haha, she did the racism again. Um, <laughs> she didn't go as far as we thought she would. We thought we thought we were getting the old uh, desperation word. Um, so I'm glad you didn't go there. I couldn't find a place to make it make sense. Oh, I know a place. <laughs> I was going to Kenny pulled up the end on his phone. <laughs> I know exactly where you could have put it. When they were when they were brawling. No, you could have missed oh. the end of the show. You could have like literally when they were like you know when Jeff Hardy at, after he lost to the other dude was like, "Hey Taker, you ain't broke me." <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you been like, give Tessa really that microphone. I lost my title to her, to her of all people. To <laughs> and then it then is cut out. I would you would have got an automatic fall for me. I didn't think of that. I wanted to have Tessa, or not Tessa, have let Bianca have her moment. That would have been wild. You would have still had it, but on the way out of the door, you could have just had her on it, like on the ground with the microphone, like really. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to come out as a post. That 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 might have gotten an audacity coin for me. (laughs) 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 Like that would have been so much audacity that I would have had to give it some coins. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that you weren't going to go there. But like I thought, I don't know. I I was I, I was pretty sure you weren't, but I thought there was an off chance. Um, you know they have Brock Lesnar after SummerSlam have that like afterwards and he says bye to the crowd and whatever. It would have been that. It would have been like coming out on people's phones. No, 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 no. This had to have been live on TV. She had to end the show like this to make the show as toxic as possible. One final N-word to end it. And then the company gets taken off the air and that gives it an ending. Yep. <laughs> he kind of edged us all, all season, Damone. He did. He, that, and that, he did. He did. So um, I'm going to give this a generous three. I don't feel like this is worth, like, tanking your score and ruining your show over. Like, it's not that bad. But I'm not, like, loving it either. I, I, I didn't want this story to happen. <laughs> uh, like, this all could have been avoided. <laughs> and it, 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 it really could have been, but, yeah. Yeah, we could have avoided this. We didn't have to go here. Tessa yeah, didn't have to get drafted. 
I was already I was always already on this path, so Well, I'm gonna give you the best possible score I could give it, and that's three. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny or Keith? I'm I'm going with excuse me. I'm going with a three point two five. I it's okay. I think the storyline, I mean, it was it ended the way you know it's supposed to end. But he it went with like, the safe ending. We didn't unlock the. He really ending. did. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I was about to say. Like, I feel like we didn't we do put enough in side missions. More hours, we would have maybe got in the special ending. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't do the side missions to do get the hundred percent ending. <laughs> yeah, so I think it was a. Like I said, I'm going with three point two five. I really think with this storyline, you this one you had to end it toxic as possible. It was a toxic storyline. It gets kind of like a yeah ending. It's just like we. We need we needed that we needed an exclamation point to this. But that's what we needed. It may not even if we didn't get the end where we then, needed something. And then we six something. letters before that exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on it. Yeah, you did edges, but yeah. Um, like I said, it was, it was a it was a okay ending. It just needed that it needed that umph, it needed that, mm, needed I, was that the, I was trying to give the happy ending on this one. You I could still get a happy ending. I didn't want racism yeah. to win. <laughs> I think you could have I mean, definitely worked in. Oh, racism had already lost. Like, racism got pinned. <laughs> yeah, she got pinned. She lost the belt, so that's not, that's, that's should have how it ended. Like she she went the terrible route. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you really could have done something a little more clever with it. Like obviously, you don't have to have her say it. I think not having her say it, but getting closer. Like she like you stupid, and she gets hit, and then or Bianca like starts to build back then. I oh, I told you she, she just ended with the halfway half inward, and then the, the camera cuts if out. I was, if I was gonna do it, I was gonna have it be like the camera cuts out. It would have been yeah, a camera what... cuts out moment. She oh. wasn't gonna actually get to say it. It would have been like, oh shit, censor, <laughs> censor. <laughs> I get I guess my thought process was like she hits uh Magnum, which is a fucking stupid finisher when you think about it. <laughs> She hits Magnum on her. Bianca kicks out, and like Tessa's distraught, and is like freaking out, like slapping her. She's like, "You dumb! You're just some dumb." <laughs> and then, and like she doesn't say it, but Bianca like smacks the fuck out of her before she can, or something like that. Okay, you know, that would have been a good spot. Yeah, I think that would have worked. I didn't. I didn't think you needed to actually go out, like go full on with it. But I did feel like this needed. A, a little something more, a little more spice. You gave me, you gave me, you gave me steak, but it didn't have no seasoning on. Yeah, he gave me mashed potatoes, but it wasn't loaded. Yeah, you gave me mashed potatoes, <laughs> but they weren't loaded. <laughs> it's like it was uh, cool. I need, I need the bacon and cheese. Bacon right and, and cheese, bread right inward. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a tree fitting. Um, right. I do appreciate the, the confetti at the end because I know that was <laughs> specifically for me. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, I just. But there's also like, a confetti moment, like her oh, finally yeah. winning the title. And again, I think this is her third like legit confetti moment. Um, you should have had her burn across. <laughs> come down, Mike. Come up. <laughs> 
come out with a cross and then maybe go to burn no, it. No, what the fuck? Like I went fucking. I don't know what you people want because I went super far one time. And you guys were like, "That's too far. That's too far." Point five. I don't go now. I'm not going far enough. You're telling me to burn crosses. <laughs> she had it. You had. We needed something. We needed something. We needed something crazy at the end. This whole storyline was crazy. I don't know how to please you ends. people. See, you keep saying hey, you people, I'm not, and, and, and that's why I, I needed people. more of that. I needed more of you people. <laughs> I just I, I feel like it did need a little something. It need a little something extra. Okay. A little more oomph. I'll you did all of you give me your grades. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my other idea was to have it where she does say it like during the build, like during that brawl. They have that brawl and she says, I'm gonna kill you, you fucking nig. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like the following week, it's like we have they have to do like a press conference or like an apology. And pretty much, they tell her if the only reason she's not fired is because Bianca said she she doesn't want to win the title that way, and she wants to beat the break. She wants to kick her teeth in, so that's the only reason she isn't fired. But if she loses the title, she's also going to lose her job. Or, or actually, what you could have did too, though, for for like. If he didn't go that route, you could have maybe had it said then during the no touch thing and maybe get Bianca pissed off to where she hits her. And then maybe the GM has to step in and be like, hey, look, that was wrong what you did to get her to to hit you. The the deal is off. You know what I'm saying? At at that point, you know, they say that the crowd and the crowd's into it. You know, it it can be that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like at first, it's like she's celebrating because she doesn't have to defend it against her now. And then, yeah, that would have been a good th- idea too. See, this like storyline, this storyline have cool. a lot of, a lot of things. John, this storyline <laughs> had a lot people, of things. People, people Not were good things, but they were things. Yeah, people were <laughs> people were invested. John, uh, no one's. In, I don't even remember I who your women's champion is. That's good. I didn't ask. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but I mean, uh, my world maybe if you had your main invented. Maybe if you had your championship N word, John, you would have you would have been somewhere. <laughs> I was somewhere above him in the rankings the entire time. <laughs> Not the entire time. I had you week one. I might have you now. You very well might, and you earned that. Not this match, but you earned it the other seven other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this match uh, did better. But yeah, yeah, this that was yeah that was. Hey, that my was, last women's match, average better than this one. My rebuild worked. Uh, this is <laughs> so that was barely legal. Um, yeah, that was it. Well, that was that wasn't barely legal, but it was a good show. I think that was legal by all accounts. No law was close to being broken. Yeah, I think that was pretty legal. Now, <laughs> C- pretty legal. C- now CBW barely legal. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that one is still banned in about 17 countries. <laughs> We're working on that still. This was Damone upstanding citizen. This wasn't barely legal. At all. <laughs> This was uh, commonly accepted vernacular. <laughs> well, originally I had the so originally the opening before I did the split of the two nights, I had the um, kind of giving the audience a peek into my thought process. I originally had the the cage match. Well, originally it was going to be a triple cage match, but I didn't like. I couldn't think of a good expo- like way to have do the triple cage as a match. It's just too clunky to do it. 
You should have uh, had somebody get Paul Jarver through the damn triple cage. <laughs> I was gonna have I was gonna have like Edge like throw Finn off the top of the cage. Honestly, what would have been awesome is like if you have Edge laying on the first cage and Finn hits a coup de gras from the third cage. Money. Uh, oh, yeah, that would have been crazy. I'd have called you out because I definitely did that in KEW. Did you? I don't you? remember <laughs> that, but I did. Damn, that's that was, a yeah, that would have been that would have been. How are these people spot. not dead? Because we are playing with verbal action figures, <laughs> Kenneth. Pretty much. Literally, y'all will literally kill your thing. <laughs> kill your yes. I did. I literally did. Because there's no consequences, Kenneth. I killed the first book of ours and gave Travis so much shit for having a There's no consequences. Well. Uh, but yeah, that was it. That's barely legal. I was hoping that because I remember you joked about the alternative ending of like exploding oh, the building. I'll tell, I'll tell I you what the you had done that. I'll tell you what the alternate ending was gonna be. And I ended up bailing on it because I actually was having a good show. If this show <laughs> like if this went haywire and like I fucking was bombing, what I was gonna do was have <laughs> at the end. So the the show ends. I was gonna like I was assuming Mike would be here. Mike, like, go through all the, like, um, go through everything, go through, like, the, um, what's it called, the the plugs and everything, and be like, wait, 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 hold on, I'm just, I'm getting a feed, I'm getting news now that there's an incident <laughs> happening at in the TCW, like, the TCW event, and then, uh, like, it, the, the crowd, is the crowd's leaving, the lights, like, flicker, and Finn comes on the Titan, the Toxictron, and he has, <laughs> he has Edge tied up. And he's pretty much just cuts a promo saying, like, you people mocked me. You people, like, I told you, I told Edge this wasn't over. Um, and pretty much he was going to bomb the building. He was going <laughs> to put a bomb. He was going to have a bomb in the building with, like, a timer for, like, a minute. And then I was going to have the bomb. Go- I was either, originally I told John, it was the bomb was going to go off, but I wasn't going to tell you what happened after. I was going to end it there. Or, but then I... I, then I decided I wasn't even going to tell you if the bomb went off. I was just going to say the clock clicks to zero or goes one from one second to zero, and then the feed cuts out. Automatic so, five. That would have been a one, five right off the bat. The one thing about that is when you got that thing going off and everybody's running out, you're breaking so many fire code violations. <laughs> <laughs> just to have a wild ending five. to the show. So even if it's like kayfabe is like damn that's wild even yeah. i think you should have done that anyway that would have been so unique and fun that was a missed opportunity that, that, that's an I, auto five for me he was gonna kill his, he was gonna kill the people that sat through that show and honestly, he was gonna kill yeah because <laughs> because hey because i did bomb my last show i wish i had just after that ladder match had mjf come on it's like you all saw me lose the pay-per-view last night, so I'm now dropping a nuke on the building. <laughs> like, like a whole fucking tactical nuke. <laughs> it was funny, John. It was in Oklahoma City, so John would have been in the building. <laughs> John's in every show. So I wouldn't have moved. I would have just, just held up my sign that says $5 while I get fucking bombed. John is that John. guy that sat in the front row of every show. Like, he always... Was that guy at WWE that sat in the front row of every fucking show? That was, that was Red Hat. It was the, the long-haired guy with all the Dolph, the Dolph signs. That's me. Yeah. The guy, the guy with the green shirt. Nikki noticed that, too. She was like, that guy's at every fucking show. In every fucking show. Yeah, there's, like, Red Hat guy. There's How do you get there's all a that bunch money? of different guys. I think they're, like, just already rich. And they mm. wrestling fans who are rich, and they just go to every show because they can afford God. it. 
God, I wish that well, Why isn't I born filthy fucking rich? I don't know, man. I don't know. But if you want to help make us rich, you can go to T13media.com and buy mm. some merch. Masterful plug. Uh, speaking of plugs. Hey. You got the ass. You got to do it. Oh, oh I got to do it. Uh, uh, Kenny. Speaking you like you. to do it yourself. All right. If you want to see. You, oh, I thought that was an organic love in it. No. I you were throwing it out. Yeah. If you, if you want to see um, some wild stuff, go to the Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty decent show. I will say so myself. Go ahead and check it out. And if That's you want to see more me toxic any... than this show, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very toxic. And if you want to um, get in contact and interact with me in any kind of way, or just, or just like you know, just just read the stuff I'll be saying, go to uh, Bad Guy Spoken on all social medias. And I have a new show out; should be dropping here soon, called Hood Movie Reviews, where we review every hood movie. And uh, we got one episode down. We're gonna be, we're gonna put that one out here soon. Like I wait to get out of Facebook jail so I can be able to promote it like I want to, and then. Yeah, because he's talking <laughs> Facebook jail again. Jail more than I do in Monopoly. <laughs> this, this, he's in jail more than a Grand Theft Auto character. <laughs> um, if you want to go witness some hate and ass behavior, which you didn't really see much of these last couple weeks, but I normally do a lot of, then you can go to at Lil X Fudge on Twitter, where I be hating all the time. Uh, you can follow me on. Why is it showing me, motherfucker? Uh, I was trying to find the button. The way my setup was, I couldn't like figure. I couldn't see where I was clicking. You see, the way um, my setup is set up. The way my setup is set up. Uh, you can I between the TikTok and you can follow me on both at Dub Money Two and Three. That's D A M O N E Y T, the number one, the number three. Um, also, you can follow the T One Three Media Twitter or not Twitter, the TikTok at T One Three. So it's T the number one, the number three, uh, or three, not the number three. Three spelled out, sorry. <laughs> T one three spelled out. Fucking up. Uh also if you are a listener and a lover of T one three, uh debatable, our other show that we do on Mondays and gets released on Thursdays, which you should check out. Uh past episodes. That show is going to be ending in its current format uh, within the next couple weeks and is going to be replaced by Not a Real Court, which will give details and everything out when that's gonna start getting released. Um, but we kind of want to just put that out there on like the shows that debatable's ending. Fuck ESPN. Uh, we're Team Fox Sports. Um, uh, so <laughs> is that why y'all didn't ride for Skip and Shannon? Two weeks I don't, ago? Skip, Skip and Shannon are Fox Sports. Yeah, Fox y'all Skip. didn't ride for him on my show. No, I ro- I ride for him. Um, but um, yeah, so debatable's ending, but it's gonna be replaced by another show, similar format, but not exactly the same. But we'll we'll give you guys more details as we we get closer to that debut and keith tell them where else they can find you I'm and just, all the other shit we do i was just sitting here waiting for my turn like uh you can follow me at late night on twitter where i mostly talk about the things we do here or you can talk to me on book at t1three like the sound the bed makes which is also our organic love and promo t1three like the sound the bed makes <clears throat> Go to Organic Love and order something from there. Use our promo code and get 15% off of order. I think so. Which um, one? Organic Love? Organic Love. Yeah, yeah, it's 15. Raises 10. Goddamn, you knew. <laughs> Quick. I mean, because I got to do this fucking shit every week on my show. 
Uh, yeah, he's not doing it electronically, so he has to verbally do it every week. Yeah, every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, head on over to t13media.com where you can find all of our shows, everything from debatable to past episodes like Trigger Warning. Um, while you're there, stop on over at our store where you can get yourself a bucket t-shirt, a take this, what is it, John? You have a certified L t-shirt. I do. Um, all the bad guys spoken. Um, merch there which we have so many different things you can put like literally you can get all your christmas shopping done at t13media.com slash store um like share late night late night keith shit too yeah get some late night i want to see babies with late night keith stuff on that'd be that's the bad time we need late night (laughs) keith socks you know they motherfuckers stink already. They cut. They come. They come. They come with bo. They come with <laughs> Why are they stiff? Uh, Organicleaven.com. Uh, they they come with the babies already inside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Give me all the big screen for that one. That was great. <laughs> Okay, John, wrap us up. Well, that's been Book It. See ya. Bye. Bye.